Hi, everybody. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. We've got an awesome Domain Sherpa coming up today. We've got Drew, Josh, and Miller on the show, and we talk a ton about the current economic climate, how that's impacting digital assets, and what the Sherpas think this means from a domain standpoint. Because this is a long discussion, we end up playing a protracted version of the domain game, but still cover the names yacht.com, motorfee.com, and 672.com. Then we have the Namejet in a Jet segment, sponsored by Namejet, and we talk about some domains coming up for auctions, such as kj.org, Smart ads.com i love it.com and tinkerbell.com and with tinkerbell.com we get into a spirited discussion about trademark rights and how they can impact domain names and their potential value and remember if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast you can also watch the video version at domainsherpa.com and also watch some of our other episodes on our youtube channel at ds.tv and also as usual big shout out to dan.com the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors and last but certainly not least, with NamesCon Global coming up in Austin, Texas at the end of August, we've got a promo code for our audience to save 20% on tickets. That code is M as in man, P as in Peter, underscore Domain Sherpa. Again, that's MP underscore Domain Sherpa. And you can use that when you register for tickets at namescon.com. So definitely get on that. All right, with all that, it's time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. So let's go. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, aka JT, aka J On, and I am the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts. There are four segments to a Domain Sherpa review. We've got the grand opening. That's where I intro all the Sherpas, do the AKAs, see what's going on with them and talk about some related items, some unrelated stuff. We'll try to keep the tangents to a minimum. This is a domain show today, but we will get into a little bit about crypto, a little bit about NFTs, but for the domain maxis, this is you the place you want to be. You're in the right place. This is where it's going down. Uh, segment two, we got the domain game. That's what we hear about with the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Everybody guesses on the price. We keep the score and we give out some swag. We finally got swag in hand. It's going out. We we're just covering that offline. Uh, excited about that. And then uh, third segment is Namejet Gonna Jet, sponsored by our friends at Namejet, uh, where we review a list of domains coming up for auction on uh, on Namejet, see what the Sherpas like, what they don't like, um, and uh, you know what they think the value should be, where, where those look like good buys or the ones that you should avoid. And then finally, we'll close with grand closing, where we discuss anything we haven't covered already, what's going on in the domain space, looking at market trends, current events, allowing the guests to mention or promote things that they want to talk about that we have not already discussed. So with that, let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas today. We got an amazing panel, as usual, a lot of familiar faces. First, we'll start to my right and then go down and around. We got my boy, Andrew Miller, a.k.a. Miller Time, a.k.a. Ace Rothstein, a.k.a. Bill Belichick, a.k.a. The Miller Whale. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? You in Vegas? I'm in Vegas. Sorry about the glare, but you guys, you know, had to give the Vegas backdrop. Yeah, I'm in Vegas, man. I'm psyched. I'm uh, here. My son's got a sweet internship for DraftKings, and they sent. They're opening a huge corporate headquarters here, and they sent them here. And 
he's like two weeks shy of 21. So he can't really do shit. So I'm like, I'm just going to go with you and <laughs> hang and I'm having dinner with Amar tonight. And I had a good meeting, a couple of meetings with LA people who flew in yesterday and which we'll talk about and uh, doing the Vegas thing, man, here for the Celtics nervously for the Celtics game uh, tomorrow night. And yeah, dude, we'll I mean, take you it know, from I there. We'll see. We'll see. I think, you know, I think it'll go seven. Um, you know, I, I think it's tough for them not to turn, you know, get too far into the sports stuff. Cause we can talk about that forever. But yeah. I think, we'll you see. know, you, you get a game where Curry shoots like, you know, zero for 12 for three and you still lose. I mean, I know it was on the road, but that was a winnable he, he, game. He usually doesn't have two of those in a row. So we'll, yeah, well, that's we'll what see. I mean. But you know, that's They're a good team. Tatum Brown. I mean, smart. I mean, they're, they're, they're legit. So Horford, yep. and then I mean, I'm flying, uh, last sports, one. I'm flying home Friday. We get the U S open in Brookline. Um, so I'm loaded up with my bets here in Vegas, hardcore for my uh, hit in the U S open on Saturday. It's going to be a, if you if you're anyone's watching this as a golfer, I don't know if this will even be live before Saturday. But if anyone's watching this sure. as a golfer and they want and they want to see pro golfers look like we do on a golf course, watch this U.S. Open because this is the hardest course these guys are going to play in a long time. You it, know, so it, this is going to be a, a shit show for some of these guys. Are there a bunch of guys not playing because of this whole live? Uh, no, they're all playing. Everyone's okay. playing. So. Live? What's that? It's the new uh, golf tour sponsored by the Saudis. It's Greg Norman Sr. Uh, the Shark is his. Uh, no, everyone's in the majors. Everyone's in the major. Okay. Uh, some more woke, more woke bullshit. I don't know about what. I mean, I don't uh, know. About it's kind of the opposite. It's the opposite of that, basically. It's money <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we could so. spend this. We could do an. I could do an hour show just on Live versus PGA. So let's get back on track. I'm well, for what it's worth, up. you know, so Greg Norman, uh, you know, his son is uh, has an NFT project, the 11s and stuff. They so he's they're kind of active in the space, and uh, so shout out to them. And they've got some of the Captain's Club or whatever they've got going on, which is dope. But um, anyway, all right. Well, look. There's, I mean, we could spend hours talking about everything we talk about. So, but let's let's keep this to the to the topics at hand, and which is domains and related stuff. And uh, I'm not even, you know, we'll keep it moving on the intro. So, moving on, got my boy Josh Reason, aka Bjorn Borg, aka Harry Kane, aka Triple Crown. It's going yeah. down. What's happening, man? What's good? What's, what's up? up? What's up? What's is Zed Run? Is Zed Run getting smacked around with all this, uh, with the market, is uh, the same impact, or is it a little bit more insulated? What's happening? No, not really. It's not getting smacked around too much uh, at all. I would, I would say it's pretty consistent to where it has been. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only reason it's getting smacked around is because the value of Ethereum has gone down so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything, anything that's based on Ethereum is getting smacked around. But yeah. and also there was a little thing where they. The, the company behind it were holding their treasury in, in, in Ethereum and paying out uh, race prize pools in the US dollars. So a little bit. Ooh, of a mess up there. Yeah. Yeah. So other well, than that, I remember yeah. back in the day, GoDaddy had some, uh, they had uh, like the Russian ruble, you know, cause you used to have this little thing at the top where you change your, uh, change your currency. And they had the Russian ruble at a pegged um, uh, rate. And uh, somebody figured that shit out and like exploited them for about, I think it was $2 million. No. You know, they just, they came, yeah, they came in and like, uh, I remember Oliver Hogan was part of that shit. They came, cause they were on, they went on D, they, they went on D and Forum and they were like, yo, we are ready to buy basically any liquid domain, two letter, three letter, four letter dot coms. You know, here's the price we'll pay. It was a little over market, right? And it was like, we'll pay, you know, whatever you got. And so people, but you know, the catch was, you had to put a buy now on GoDaddy. People are like, no, no, no. 
I'll do it for cheaper if you can get it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Buy it now. Go, daddy. Throw it in there. And so dude was just hammering it with a credit card, like, doc, 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 just buying up all these names. And then GoDaddy was on the hook. Shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, it I don't remember all you. the details, but they, I, I think they were out about $2 million. Oof. Well, it goes to show you if there's an exploit, people will find it, you know, and um, yeah, you know, yeah. it also is an interesting and we dealt with some of the same thing, even, uh, you know, with our own project where, you know, you get Ethereum coming in and, you know, if you don't ch turn it to cash, right, and you just sit on it and let it sit there and then it, the value completely tanks like, you know, we pay a lot of our bills not in Ethereum, right? So it's like you have to be. Yeah, the other way of saying that is if you don't listen to me. Um, you know, you end up losing money. That's, uh, that's the other way you could that you could you could look at it. Yeah, that should be the tagline of Domain Sherpa altogether. You know what I mean? Listen to Drew or lose money, right? Speaking of which, let me go ahead and do an official introduction from our boy Andrew Rosner, aka Morpheus, aka the Dirk Diggler Digital Assets. Switch that up on y'all. Bobby Digital, aka Bobby Swagger, Rowdy Roddy Sniper, Drew the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> I got a lot of new yo, shit, man. I'm like I, every yo. You, pretty soon, you're gonna have to change my nickname to Hoover. <laughs> Hoover, why? You just collecting right now? You I'm just... gonna just be scooping up everybody's distressed <laughs> assets, like uh, <laughs> sucking it up, like give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> oh man! And, and by the way, I will say, not to pat ourselves in the back, Drew and I have been calling this shit publicly, Twitter, LinkedIn, on Sherpas for like way months and months, if well, not even he, years. I yeah, think yeah. years. I would say year over a year ago, well over a year ago. Well, yeah, no, look, and I think that's a, you just have to go back to the tape, right? I mean, you know, the last Sherpa, the tape, not man. the last Sherpa, because that actually has, you know, but I think it was like two Sherpas ago where we talked about the state of the market and really dove into that and talked about like, you know, what was on the horizon. And, um, you know, it was very prophetic and it was accurate, which is, uh, you know, unfortunate because, you know, it was pretty bearish, but it's, you know, probably wasn't even bearish enough, all things considered at the time. But yeah, man. I mean, that was what it was. And, uh, you know, so I hope people who had the opportunity to take some cash off the table, you know, were able to do so. And, uh, you, you, you know, know, who was the profits, you know, who was, you know, who was the most prophetic bear? Who? Josh. Josh oh, yeah. was a bear when we were in the raging <laughs> bull market. Josh has been a bear. Josh, Josh has been a bear since birth. You know, he was like, you know, we're, we're at, at the all time highs, Josh was like, nope, huh? time to sell. Time to sell. Every time he bought, time to sell. Time no, to but sell in, all, in all seriousness, actually, Josh legit was like the first hardcore bear. He 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 recognized irrational exuberance before anybody. Yeah, well, and the tough part with things like that, it's like we all knew, hey, look, this can't, this isn't sustainable, right? And the fact that well, we're when when you say we all, it excludes you, right? <laughs> hey, look, man. <laughs> For what and, it's and worth. By the way, I just want to raise the record. I'm not a bear eater. Just I. I Oh, I am. Uh, all right, that's fine. I'm not going to qualify myself as that as much. I think there's incredible cherry picking and opportunity. Look, I've always done. But there's that. only cherry picking and opportunities because it's a bear market, and the bear is just sure. ripping people bear, apart. Bull, whatever people you know, are running, the it, dead, it, it, it's, it's a hell. It's a much needed. It was a much necessary thing to happen, and it always does. And you know, as soon as interest rates started going up, you knew it was going to happen and, and everything else would follow that. It was like, it's not rocket science when I say, you know, it, right. it, it's quick, not Quick little science. game and then we're going to move on, right? So uh, two questions, everybody give an answer, then we're going to move on to domain names. Number one, from, you know, let's say zero to 100, 100 being, you know, peak financial markets, peak we have a new host. crypto markets. Yeah. 
Right, okay, so, and right. zero, zero being, uh, you know, the bottom of this market. Where are we? Are we 50% of the way to the bottom? Are we 90% of the way to the bottom? Uh, and then second question is, how much do you believe the Fed is going to raise interest rates today? Half a point, quarter of a point, three quarters of a point, one full point. Everybody give their answer and then we're going to move on. I'll start. Because otherwise we'll spend all day on this. I'll start. I'll start. Let's go quickly. I mean, I don't, I don't look, I don't think there's any, I, I mean, it's pretty, they're going to raise, obviously they're going to raise seven, you know, three quarters of a point. I mean, I, I don't think that's a, I, I don't think there's any other guess. That's pretty, I think pretty known fact at this point. So um, that one doesn't, isn't that as hard. Uh, the harder one, and I think they'll do it again in July, at least a half, maybe three quarters. The hard, the hard, the hard question is how far are we to the bottom? And I, you know, you can't, I never assume I can pick the bottom. I got lucky. Nobody with my can. Age. Nobody can. That's why it's a game. So I, That's why I, I preface this with a game. I can tell you from my perspective, I'm dollar cost averaging, and I'm I'm buying with the intent to DCA. So uh, I'm buying things now, assuming we're over to fifty percent. How's that? Somewhere over to fifty, but not nearly at a hundred. Um, and I I'm buying what I want to buy now with the understanding I'm going to buy more as we get up you know, as we get further down and how get further hammered on some of these things, uh, the stuff I believe in, I'm starting, I'm now actively buying. Uh, that's so I somewhere like 40 to 65% today with room to go. And we may never get to hundred. It could turn, there are things that could happen that could turn it. It could already be factored in, but uh, you know, we're certainly, I can't imagine we're at the end, at the worst of it yet. Josh. Yeah, I, I would say probably raise a half a point. Um, and um, in terms of where do I think we are, from a macro level, I think that it's only just beginning, maybe like 20%. Um, and crypto, maybe closer to like 50%. Um, Meaning, so from a macro level, you're saying we're actually still at like 80% and going to yeah, go yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I say it gets, it's going to, it's like just the beginning. It's going to get shit ton worse. That's okay. That's so you're saying. 80% more to go down in the right. in financial yes. market, uh, in crypto markets and in financial no, markets. No, I would say no, in, crypto, way in crypto yep. markets, more like 50%. And then in financial markets, I think it's, it's, it could be worse. Call it S&P 500, another right. 80%, you think. All right. That's bearish. The bear. JT? Yeah, so I would say that I think, you know, to echo, I, I agree with Miller. I mean, I think this, you know, 75 basis points or whatever is, is you know, is, is going to happen. It probably happens again, um, you know, before the end of the summer. So I think that's what we're looking at from an interest rate perspective coming up in the next, you know, and, and you know, then I think they'll have to reassess and see. I mean, we've also got elections coming up in, you know, the fall, which could, you know, lead to trying to correct the other way if they realize, you know, all the damage that's being done. Although I don't know at this point, they really don't have any other levers to pull. So, you know, um, so yeah, so I think, and I, I would agree. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I levers to pull to try to deal with the inflation, right? Because for the inflation, it's like they can raise rates. They can't, printing money is not going to help inflation, right? It's going to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as far as just the things they can, you know, do to try to tackle the inflation stuff, it's really just going to be largely the, the biggest lever they've got are, are raising rates. And, and as they continue to do that, and this is also going to echo what Miller said on prior shows, what you and I talk about all the time, um, you know, as rates go, the markets go, rates go up, markets are going to take a hit. You know, uh, some of this is priced in. I think 50, we're 
50, you know, was priced in. Now 75 is based on the shit that the market had took this week when when that was signaled from the from the Fed. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and as far as where we are market-wise, I'd say we're probably at the 50% mark. I think we still have a lot to go. I think when these macro factors, especially when you look at like emerging markets and other places, they're going to really take it like, you know, when you start dealing with starvation and things and like people who can't afford, you know, basic necessities. I mean, it's hard enough for people who have means in developed countries to, you know, feed their families. I think it's going to get even harder across the world. That's going to have ripple effects all over the place. Um, and that's just stuff that you can assume is going to happen almost no matter what, right? Not counting any additional other things and, you know, uh, you know, any further turmoil and, and whatever else could potentially happen, natural disasters, shit like that. So, you know, I think we're maybe at the 50% mark on a lot of things. I agree that crypto is probably taking a larger hit than equity. So I think crypto is a little less to go down going forward. I think you're starting to see a decoupling from some of that stuff. You're also seeing a decoupling from some crypto against certain other things like where Bitcoin, you know, is usually, you know, the leader of all. I think you'll see a little bit more fluctuation across the different, you know, different coins and tokens and, and chains and things like that. Um, so, yeah, but I think we're probably in that 40 to 50 range. I think we still got a ways to go down. Um, but, you know, there'll be winners still. I mean, then there's, you know, there'll be sectors that'll actually be successful in this craziness and shit like that. So, and there'll be, you know, opportunities that'll present themselves and, you know, where, where you do have people that are going to fire sale stuff and, you there, know, places to kind of get in and do some things. So there is one, there is one thing so, adding to that, by the way, I think, you know, going back to look, I'm the old fuck on this thing. So I don't know if that gets edited out, but <laughs> no, um, man, we're going to leave that in. We're going to put that over, so the, Nelly, throw that over the screen, throw it on the screen. Yeah, you know, I, I was a direct, <laughs> I'll repeat with a fucking beat you know, behind it. I, I, I was a direct soul for, you know, the crash of 80, you know, 87 when I started my wall street career. So, um, I, look, I think here's as much as there was a couple things. One, as much as there was excess jubilation or what's the word you use, Josh, um, yeah, yeah, rational exuberance. Rational exuberance. Thank you. Um, irrational. And that, and, and, yeah. Irrational. And that, and that was ridiculous. You know, you, you also have the reverse effect when there is irrational bearishness or, yeah. you know, the end That's of fair. the world. And, and that also can work very favorably, almost in a, almost in a similar way. So, and I think we're approaching getting nearer that level of, it's not as bad for a lot of reasons as the stories being painted by some. Yeah, right I think now. that's a great point. That is a great point. Cause you're right. You do have, you know, it's easy to buy into the current narrative based on just general temperament. Right. So when things are, it's like, Oh my God, this is, we're all going to the moon. Right. And then it's like, Oh, we're all going to fucking crash and die. Like it's easy to kind of like sway between those sort of emotional, you know, it's like a pendulum. Right. And uh, I would agree. I think we're, we're on the, for, you know, we're on the the side now where the general sentiment is everything is awful and it's on fire and, you know, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I think that's a fair all point. Right. Go ahead, Drew. So, uh, um, all right. So I think that, um, uh, I think the fed, I think it's actually a lot less certain than, than, than Andrew thinks about how much the fed is going to raise. I think that generally speaking, fed doesn't like making surprises. You know, there's this jawboning bullshit leaking to the Wall Street Journal saying it should be 75 basis points instead of 50. They left the door open for that. It's possible. I, I'm kind of leaning towards they're going to stay with 50 basis points and then they're going to realize 
that they're so far behind the curve that in July we might see a full point hike. I agree with uh, that. But that's that's kind of the way I'm thinking about it. Um, in terms of where we are in the market, I think that um, you know S and P's got another thirty, maybe forty percent to go down. Uh, I think that crypto has fifty percent. I think that you guys have it inverse. I think that financial markets, you know. Uh, you know, another 30%. I think the Dow even less than that, but I think like S&P is going down 30, 40% from here. But I think that, um, uh, hmm. I think that crypto's got a good 50 per, you know, 50% leg down to go from here. Um, and, and there's a variety of reasons for that. But I think that, um, I think it's going to be very difficult for crypto to catch a, a serious bid. And I think that there's a whole bunch of macro factors that are going to lead to more cascading liquidations. And um, yeah, that, and that's a fair uh, point. You're talking about like, you know, heavy, like, heavy downward. Well, you see what happened with Luna. Liquidations as well. That's yeah, that's a fair, that, that's a really good There point. is so much, la- I mean, uh, at the yeah, end leverage, of the day, yeah. everything it's is about pressure. credit. It's, a lot it's credit, all a lot credit. It's way too much levered uh, uh, positions in, in, in all markets, but it, especially in crypto. Yeah. And there's still jubilation. There's still people getting excited about, you know, uh, 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 trading momentum. Those people need to be wiped out, bled out, and then we can start to see the market settle full somewhere. Capitulation. The, um, full capitulation. Full capitulation. I will say this. On, I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you on a live camera about your opinion on microstrategy. I think microstrategy is a non-issue because – um, now I sold my shares a, 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 a while ago, uh, uh, but I, I think MicroStrategy will be fine. I'm not going to give it a seal of approval because, you know, look, he's got leverage, right? And I, I, I'm just opposed to leverage in, 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 especially in any kind of risk asset like this. But, um, but I think that, um, uh, you know, look, that guy's got 120, 130,000 Bitcoins, a very, you know, I think it's 5% of it is, is leveraged. Like Bitcoin's got to go to four grand or $3,500 for him to run out of collateral. And so, um, you know, I think that, um, uh, uh, I think he should have planned some of his late Bitcoin purchases better. Uh, you know, he was still allocating right up into the highs. And I think you should have, you know, seen that, you know, but hey, you know, that's neither here nor there. But but I'm I think help. That he's fine. Yeah. I think he's fine. By look, the way, I'm gonna help JT. It's still putting in fifty to seventy million in free cash flow a year. Yeah, you know, know, the whole his whole profile raise. The company actually is outperforming what they've done over the last ten years because, uh, you know, his whole profile, the company and himself race is a global celebrity. Celsius is the best thing that ever happened to him in many ways because it's taking the attention off of him onto them. But, but that goes uh, back well, to the maybe. point and that the Celsius he thing, you know, care. you look at Luna, like I agree about that. That's a good point that I wasn't really thinking about. I hope Celsius, I hope Celsius dies and burns to the freaking ground. And I'm sorry dude, for anybody who's got it's collateral done. in there. But I'm telling you, I flew with that dude. I sat next to Alex on an airplane. We both were a speaker at the Real Vision conference. I sat next to that dude on an airplane flying back from to, to New York. And this dude was pushing me so hard. He almost had me convinced. I almost gave him a bunch of Bitcoin. 
And the only reason I didn't, I just didn't feel like dealing with the onboarding process. And I'm telling you right now, I hope that, I hope, he, you know, they, I hope they just fucking burned to the fucking ground because that douchebag was out there telling everybody, tell your grandmother to give me their Bitcoin. Where are the sale? Fuck you. Die. Uh, editor, oh. editor. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy, highlight. No, highlight. no, no, right. no. Hey, no. hey, we get it. We get it. No. Look, we got to move this along anyway, but, but I will say. Way, uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I was trying to do this for you transitioning in the worst of weeks of crypto a rough stock market week where you know i i could say that it has been a very stellar very stellar domain week at least on my end so yeah well let's that, that that's going to be the segue so last point and then we'll move on obviously is just that uh, yeah i agree about the crypto piece the you know the fact that you do have these other you know these the, the networks defies you know the different things that are going to create these ripple effects that are going to have a real drag that you know, are going to be unique on the crypto side. And I think when I talk about how I think some of it is, has stabilized a bit more than what we anticipate seeing in the equity markets and whatnot also is that, you know, I'm not talking about like altcoins and shit coins. I'm really talking about Bitcoin, you know what I mean? And I think that Bitcoin is going to, you know, there's a certain stability compared to some of what we'll see on the equity side. But obviously companies that have... Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, just to clarify, if you're still sitting on shit coins in this market right now, like, can't help you. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Take your L's because, you know, you might be down 90%, but I'm telling you right now, you're going down another 90% from here. And so it's like, you know, this isn't financial advice. This is just life advice. This is like, you know, it's like, the Kanye, you know, I love it. The, hey, I don't know. Want, you know, you bought right. some shit. I'm not going to respond to this so we can get on track, but I disagree. Uh -huh. So what does this mean for domain names, right? So before we get into the domain game, let's slide into domain talk. And um, what does this mean for domains? I mean, we've, we've seen some so pretty good activity we've said, recently. We've said, we've said it before. Public markets don't matter. Crypto markets matter to some extent, but not really. What matters is tertiarily related to the crypto markets. And it's really about venture capital. So as venture capital goes, so goes domain markets. And venture capital is sitting, sitting on historically large capital uh, 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 infusions from LPs. They have a mandate to deploy that capital. They can sit on their hands for three to six months, not much longer than that. Otherwise, the back of the pipeline is empty. And so I think what you're going to see is, you know, checks. You know, I was going to say actually checks are get, getting smaller, but it might actually be the case. I think it actually could be that they're getting larger checks to fewer companies. They're being more selective, right? They're taking a rifle approach instead of a shotgun approach. And, um, uh, you know, the vast majority of that capital is already earmarked for Web3. And if you look back over the last 24 months, the vast majority of the biggest domain sales went into the Web3 market. It's called crypto, call it whatever the fuck you want. And so um, uh, I, I think that, you know, these guys in that market, they understand the value of a domain name. They understand that the importance of having a domain name that customers trust because there's so much trust issues already uh, 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 inherent to that market. And so domain names become that much more important. I've always said it that basically if you are a financial player of any sort, financial institution, exchange, anything, if you're taking people's money, Okay, and you're not on your exactbrandmatch.com, in my opinion, you are financially negligent. And so 
uh, ethically negligent, really, uh, because you are willingly uh, putting your customer in harm's way through a variety of ways of data loss, phishing, all sorts of stuff. And so I think that these guys get that to a larger extent than most Web2 companies and certainly more than most of the financial 500 for Fortune 1000. And so I think that, um, you know, I think we have a, a still a, a, a very positive outlook in the mid to long term for domain names, mid to long term being, you know, one to 10 years. And I think that over the next three to six months, we're going to have some softening. And it's simply because you're going to see VCs sitting on their hands, seeing how this thing plays out, seeing how the dust settles, you know. The, 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 we're in a very tumultuous moment at the at right now. We're seeing big red candles every day, right? But that will end and will be in a more steady decline. And then at that point, it's, you know, the tide has gone out. We know who's left, you know, naked. And uh, uh, anybody that's still in the boat is going to get a check. And so I think that we're going to see lots of upgrades. We're going to see stronger but fewer uh, uh, companies and those companies getting bigger checks are going to get, you know, a, a better opportunity to get their domain name. And, uh, you know, I think that there's a lot of capital going into healthcare. There's a lot of capital going into uh, uh, genomics, which is sort of a subdivision of, of what I would call health. And then you've got a lot of capital going into um, automation, AI, uh, uh, you know, yeah, there's no, like five I, yeah, mega all that, all that kind of not tech going away. Does well, it, it so doesn't matter what happens to, with markets. Yeah, no, I think that. And so Miller, I mean, because you, you know, you, you, the last couple of weeks have been great for you. Um, and, uh, you know, would you agree with the assessment and, you know, talk a little bit about last, you know, what, what, what's yeah. been good with you and that stuff. So, so I agree with Drew, first of all, that emerging growth, which is largely venture backed, is the key to driving most domain deals. Um, I do agree with Drew, there's a lot of dry powder in the VC community. And I think that that dry powder is, we're gonna flip now where for the last four years, the company dictated the valuation and the mm-hmm. VC said, okay, we're now gonna flip where the VCs dictate the valuation a lot more than the companies because of the current environment, right? And I think what Drew may have missed a little bit covering is, cause I have a couple of real world scenarios, I'm not gonna be able to give examples, but you know, there were companies that raised money you know, at 8 billion or 4 billion post money. And now they need more capital at, and they're going to get it at 1 billion if they raised mm-hmm. it at four or 2 billion if they got it at eight. This is the VC slash PE firm's chance to ratchet down and do what they do. Um, I also think they're going to, some of that dry powder is reserved to save good companies that are going to make it and get them through a tough time. Um, as much as it is to find new ones, Mm. Um, but it's both. Um, You know, what I find, I continue, Drew made the comment about negligent, strong words, you know, which I agree with uh, about, you know, it's negligent and it's unethical and all this to not have your exact match. Yet, and we've improved so much in the last two years, but, and I know you guys do too. I've had this conversation with others. I still bump into, Every single day, every day of the week, one, two, four companies that should have their exact, I have like the world's greatest exact match portfolio right now I'm representing. And like, I bump into some companies that should, it's a, are, if you agree they're negligent, they're, they're, their product is called blank 
their website and address is longer and but not all that all that all that just let me finish because let me finish. now because you're taking my words out of context i very very specifically said if you are a financial institution okay if okay. you are a consumer product company then you're just stupid but if okay. you're a financial institution fair enough then you're negligent fair enough so let's go back to stupid okay i'm still dealing with use the word stupid i'm still seeing you know more stupid than i would like Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, more story of my life, <laughs> uninformed, right? More companies that just don't quite yet, despite a lot of founders and CEO case studies and stories and deal by deals, deals getting done every day that still don't understand that they're missing the boat and the mistake they're making there. And it's, you know, I, all I try to do is help them, right? Yeah, all well, we try and educate them. And them. and to that point, you know, so we have a new show coming up. I don't want to, uh, you know, so for what it's worth, so the audience understands, because hopefully by now we'll have our RS feed stuff fixed. We're working on that so that our shows are, because we've got a show, a new show in the can uh, with uh, that involves Chris, uh, where we really do get into the idea of like, you know, inside sort of the mind of the end users as far as how they you know how to how they approach domains how how you get them to appreciate the value of the domain you know and uh and ultimately get them to spend what the seller is trying to sell a domain for because that's ultimately what we're trying to do in a lot of times try, try to yeah. build to that intersection and uh yeah and i'm with you i mean the key is and that's part of even what we do here is not just to help educate in, in you know domain investors but also just people in general on the true value domain so well we're going to get into the domain game in a minute um yeah, uh, just josh to, can i just then, finish my last because I was wrapping my Oh, yeah, 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 please. Go ahead. So, so look, so with that said, you know, I had four, you know, four, four closed deals last week. Um, seasons.com, end user, VC, VC, end user, buyer, um, yachts.com, end user, buyer, um, electra.com, end user, buyer, and uh, two more that are in escrow. So I can't talk about them, but we'll, you know, next show, um, you know, and those have all been really solid. Yeah, are they home.coms? No, but they've been really strong, strong deals yeah, well, from my standpoint for both, always for both, but for the seller. Well, none so, of those names uh, are actually home.com, right? So the deals yeah. should equivalent, you know, wouldn't necessarily be equivalent. We actually talked about Electra on the show that I'm talking about. So we're only behind a week just because we've got to get the syndication stuff squared away, which we're working on. But the, uh, so yeah, no, it's a, I love how it all ties together. And uh, so, and we'll talk more about some of that stuff too. Josh, what about you as far as your view on kind of how all of this is going to play into domains? And, you know, you're, you're probably the most active buyer seller on a daily basis out of everybody on this, on this show at the moment. What's your, uh, what's your thoughts? Do you, are you seeing any softening on, on prices as so a buyer? I'm probably, I'm probably the least active of anyone on the show right now, actually, <laughs> just, but you know, that will probably change. And, you know, the fact, the fact of the matter is the last year or so, I haven't spent that much time on it. So what I'm seeing today could have a, um, like that could have something to do with it. But what I'm, what I'm seeing today is a massive slowdown in the last like month to yeah, 45 days to 60 days. My sales have dropped off completely. And obviously a lot of my names are in the lower end of the market. So I'm not thinking so much about VC funded money. Um, I'm thinking more about, you know, your, your smaller businesses, your small businesses that are starting up or they've got a business idea and they're looking to spend anywhere from, you know, three grand to 15 grand. That's, that's where the majority of my sales typically come from. And I can say for sure the last 45 to 60 days, it's like down significantly. Mm -hmm. um, and 
people with larger portfolios than me that I speak to on a regular basis have said the same thing. And, you know, they have a little bit more consistency in what they do. So it's pretty clear that spending on domain names, even at the lower level is down. Uh, I would expect that to kind of hold up. I would expect that to hold up better than the, the, the more premium names um, going forward. Uh, but as of right now, I think everyone is is kind of trying to spend less and 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 well, absolutely. I think, you know, and I think we're seeing a little bit of what we even saw when COVID first hit, right? Where there was that that period of nobody yeah, knew what all, we were dealing with, yeah. and everybody just you know every, everybody tried to go to cash, right? That's and, exactly and, right. That's exactly and, what I think. Yep. And just slow down to, to on a wait and see approach. And I think you absolutely get that from, like you said, smaller businesses, people where a couple thousand dollars really do move the needle. Um, and, uh, or somebody with a business idea and they're like, all right, now is just not the time because I just, let's just make sure we've got our shit together. So yeah, mm -hmm. no, look, all great points and all, Drew, you got a point to make and then we'll slide into the domain game. Yeah, I mean, look, we're just seeing the beginning of, you know, layoffs and, you know, it's very difficult for a company to justify making domain acquisitions in, you know, at the same time that they're laying off employees. Um, so, you know, look, like I said, I think three to six months is going to be people sitting on their hands. Um, and, but, you know, on the back of that, I, I, I feel pretty, pretty strong that, you know, the only growth that will happen in the world will be on the internet and, um, uh, and in energy markets. And so I think domains will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just continue to be strong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think prices probably won't be where they were, right. You know, where, you know, we were in this environment where it was like, you know, everyone word.com seven figures, right. It's like, well, that wasn't going to be sustainable. So, yeah. um, you know, these prices, prices are going to come down. You know, I've got, you know, brokers emailing me going, Oh, you want to buy this domain name, you know, $350,000. It's a great deal, man. And it's like, dude, you know, in three months, hit me back when that domain is 50 grand. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so, um, you know, I, I think, look, we're in the middle of the wood chopper right now. And, and so until that's over, um, nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? It's just, you, you're going to get your ass handed to you. You got to just be ready to buy, buy opportunistically. That's where money's made right now. The only money that's going to get made now is buying opportunistically, you know, being patient, being aware um, but yeah, I mean, and would you say on the sell side, it's not, you but know, I think on the back side of this, I think it's, a, I think, I think premiums move first. I think that, you know, small businesses, medium sized businesses are going to have a harder time here than, um, you know, the selective winners of big business, you know, the selective winners of VC backed startups, right? They're going to capture more market share. Big players are going to get more market share, big, well-capitalized players that are positioned well for what's coming are going to get more market share, more revenue, wider margins. And um, it doesn't happen overnight, but that is ultimately what will happen. Consolidation and, you know, those players will be great customers, um, you know, but again, in probably three, closer to six months, you know, when we're out of the wood chopper. Yeah. And look, no. it's, I agree with you. It's a great time to buy. Okay. But it's also a great time to sell if you have, you know, I can speak about, for example, you know, one of my recent deals that I just named where, you know, I ended up, you know, the seller had a price that they wanted and I brought them what I thought was a really awesome offer. Okay. Um, that was 
significantly below our agreed contractual price. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our agreed contractual price, I thought was a little bit pie in the sky, but not unachievable. Or I wouldn't do it. It was here. And I brought them a really, what I thought was a really awesome offer, ready to go here. And within 10 seconds, they said, we're excited. We're, we accept it. Right. So everyone, you know, they, everyone adjusted down a little bit. The buyer got a great domain for a brand. They rebranded the VC at a, you know, under seven figure, just under, but like a great price just under and the seller was really happy and i thought it was a great price so yeah. it's a great chance to buy for sure but it all, that also can mean it's a good a great chance to buy doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad time to sell if you're willing to be malleable with your expectations which have gotten a little bit out of control right well so i no, think I that's think it exactly it it's yeah. exactly that it's it's manage expectations exactly. that's it right and i think that's ultimately what we're trying to do here is manage expectations it's like i agree look you're not going to get the prices you were getting, okay? If you've got opportunities to sell, sell, you know? like. Well, and it's funny, you know, so Chris, you know, um, he posted this on LinkedIn the other day. He was saying, yeah. like, you know, how many people who, you know, had these incredible offers on Web3 and crypto domains, you know, were holding out for, you know, call it the Rick Schwartz offers, right? And that never, that will now never come, right? So in the offers we, that they I were mean, getting, were probably, you know, 100x what they paid for the domain, probably a number that a year earlier they would have been like celebrating. And instead, you know, as you know, they're like just always on the we wrong brought, side. We brought of, an eight you know. figure offer for DeFi.com, right? And the guy didn't take it, you know, like, and he's our client and, you know, respect, you know, as Andrew says, it's below our reserve price. Okay. So nothing I can do. It's his decision. But I tried to help him understand look, you got an yeah. eight figure. We, we've scorched the earth. You got one buyer. There was two, but one buyer at eight figures. Yeah. And then, yeah. He said no. And I, I mean, that's it. That game is over. Like, yeah. you aren't going to see DeFi, you know, it's, you know that, that, it's over for a while. So, yeah. so yeah, um, no, I agree. It's, a, it's an interesting thing and timing matters, you know, and I think that's where. But that's also going to dictate people that are going to win and people are going to lose. And sometimes it's uh, like like we say here in the South, you know, pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful which side of that which side of that equation you end up on. All right. Mm-hmm. So now we've got about 30 minutes. So we got a lot to pack in in a short period of time. Um, so we're going to go quickly through the domain game. Uh, Miller, I'm going to start with you because we always start here and then go down. I'm never going to get to that order right as far as trying to match like, right. everybody is on my, my camera and screen but you go first and uh you know like i said we're gonna go go quick quick and then slide into the name jet names and since we covered so much on the front end we won't have a ton in closing but um i know miller you got a few things to talk about there so let's uh you know try to save a couple minutes at the end and uh let's let's do what we do what you got so i'm actually not going to be a great a <laughs> uh, great one for this this week because I, you know, the one sale that I could talk about the price, which was yachts.com, got reported. Yeah. So, well, we can all, we all get the point. It's out there. <laughs> I, w- I was going to use that yesterday, and then, you know, the my the the seller uh, decided to uh, post a blog about the price and yeah, yeah, took I away my that. thunder. So that was six hundred thousand. 
Yep, which he um, bought for two, 350 Is that what he bought it for? He bought it for 350 yep. And that's Eric uh, uh, Borgos. And yeah, I mean, that was a great yep, deal. And, uh, you know, great, awesome. Yeah, for him. And uh, what I thought was um, really interesting, really fast about that, that I thought was cool, was that, you know, talked about, and, and Andrew Alleman posted, I think it was an article talking about it, how, you know, Eric had attempted to make that work for several different businesses. It didn't work. And then, but then he still made more money selling the domain than he probably would have running any one of those businesses for a few years. So it was like, um, you know, I think it's a really cool point and an interesting thing to show. It's like, you know, so the investment that he made in the domain ended up being the smartest thing that he could have done with that entire venture, because then when it was all said and done, he made a couple hundred grand and it was like, and gave it a real shot in earnest to develop a real, you know, an actual business, you know? So, um, you know, it's like, if that's not, I mean, dude, the reality is he literally just launched that website like a few months ago. Like he, he didn't really give it an earnest shot at running a business. Well, I guess my, okay. Fine. My, my point is though, I think it's a great use case example of the idea of investing in a, in a premium domain as a way to kick the business off. And then even when the business didn't work or didn't work for him, even if it was a short period of time, you know, he still ended up a big winner at the end of the day. So I thought and look, Eric, pay, look, Eric, you know, I think Eric, Eric's a great, a good friend here and uh, native of uh, East Greenwich, Rhode Island, and oh. uh, Narragansett, Nar- Narragansett, Rhode Island. Oh, we got some uh, New England shit Greenwich. happening in here. This is some. Oh, then maybe he moved. Where's the he chowder? Lived he lived chowder. right by the. He he lived right by the Coast Guard house. He moved. I don't know if he, so did, anyway, he moved. Yeah, he did. So anyway, regardless, um, <laughs> uh, Green Monster. He um, look. I mean, I think he was very forthright in this. Right, he. He, people thought he was crazy to pay 350. You know, I, I don't. So I, I think it's like, I think that was a little aggressive, but like, you know, look, it, it wasn't crazy. He sold it for, you know, at the end of the day, pretty, pretty awesome ROI, and especially considering market environments. So, um, you know, it worked out. I, I, I think he, I don't think there was a ton of risk at 350. And um, I obviously, I don't think there was the, five to 10 X, but there wasn't a ton of risk. And, and um, you know, so on that one, that was pretty good. I, other than that, I haven't, I, I, I have not, um, I have a couple of things in buying right now that I unfortunately could wait till the next show. Cause they're not closed deals and they're in escrow. So I, I guess I, I, don't, I, I could make something up, but yeah, I was planning on coming in with an awesome one, a rare, a rare Andrew Miller non-NDA with yachts, and it got kind of spoiled. So I All guess right. instead of guessing it, I just well, we just did. You talk about what we think about the Eric's deal and the price, and um, and we're, I'm gonna have to withdraw from the game because I can't make anything <laughs> up on the fly. That's here. all right. We don't have a lot of time anyway. So right. Josh, what do you got, man? What do you got as far as a buy or sell? But yeah, I think that's that's a good point. We did cover some ground there. I haven't bought a domain for a long time. I think the last time I bought a domain is like I bought one on the show, like maybe like four months ago just just so that i had like bought a domain and i wasn't just completely out of the game you really, you really are like kind of what's taking up all your time is it zed is, is it uh dude i'm just, no, just he's got i'm trying to zed. sit on my hands i'm trying to sit on my hands build up a nice little stash and you know all the brokers listening you know when you go to drew just send me a dm send me a dm <laughs> i'm in the same i'm in the same boat i'll buy i'll buy they're just like not right now just not right now. <laughs> <laughs> come to me when you're a little uh, more realistic um yeah. all right so, so do you have a sale what you got you got something yeah i sold one the other day just a small one like these are the kind of sales that i have it was motorfi.com so motorfi.com all right and what is it fi motor 
No, no. Motor Five. Motor Five. Motor Five. Okay. Motor Five. Is this a buy or a sell? It's a sell. It's a sell. All right. What happened to Miller? I'm here. Sorry. Roll cool. Sorry. <laughs> it's like the Socratic method in law school. You know I what I'm apologize. saying? You're getting called on. You're looking, you're looking off in the on, window. I, you're going to get yourself called on. I was, I, I've been on this crazy diet down 24 pounds and I was sneaking my little diet snack here and I was on, nice. I put myself on mute and I forgot to take myself off. Hey, good for um, you, man. I, uh, you know, it's that time of year, man. Hey, if you're not getting in shape now, you know, you'd be wearing a t-shirt and so, swimming pool. Um, so the, um, which is, Hey, nothing wrong with that though. You know, keep, you know, anyway, go ahead, that? Drew. What, what Drew's at? Go ahead. Uh, What's your guess? Uh, uh, 2888. No, $2,888. All right. And I will say, in the interest of keeping it moving, I'm going to say 49999. Buy it now. That's how it went down. And I, so. I will say, uh, I'm going to say 1050. All right, four five nine nine. Four five yeah. nine. Nine. I'm gonna get myself some of my own merch, baby. And plus, we got the eight bin merch. That's what's going out to some folks today. Let's go, um, JT. Let's go. I might get myself one of my own hoodies. I only went low because this backstory of buying it for the show and that whole thing. But oh, I didn't actually buy it for the show. I, I don't know when I bought this. Just uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think right, the one cool. the one that I bought for the show, I just remember looking back on it and being like, "Wow, that's a terrible name." And like the big waste, <laughs> <100 bucks. laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, Drew, what about you, man? What do you got? A buyer or a sell? Um, uh, buy. All right. We. Uh, I mean, we could talk about you know Gala.com that we sold for mad seven figures. <laughs> we ain't talking about one million dollars, talking about mad money, but uh, but we're not allowed to. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I gotta play a little bit of that Miller game, you know. Yeah, what I know right? we got Miller on the show, it's like we gotta flex a little <laughs> yeah. bit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, we, 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 we sold that for at least seven figures, let's put it that way. Yeah, no, uh, bad, I think, I think we seven. put up, I think we put up, uh, I think we put up some pretty good numbers, uh, over the last uh couple weeks yeah, yeah. um would you buy drew uh, maximility or something don't go that one no maximal.com i did i did buy that actually bought that yesterday but uh you saw that so yeah. uh i mean well, elliot wrote a blog about it so fuck it. um <laughs> no all right God uh, knows why. six com. oh we're getting back in the number game well huh? i bought i bought I actually bought maximal.com. I might even make it my email address just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a maximalist. You know I mean, every maximal, baby, maximal, maximal. Oh, there's another, every AKA bear market, maximal. Every bear market makes me more and more of a Bitcoin maximalist. For sure. But, um, all right. So, um, so we'd go with 672.com. You know, what's actually crazy about maximal.com. Just quick, quick little side story here. Uh, I actually asked Chris to buy Maximal.com for me. I had him reach out on Maximal.com, Maximalist.com, and uh, Maxim something else. There was like three of them. And uh, uh, it was owned by EMC. He reached out. They literally, they didn't even reply. This is like 60 days ago. They didn't even reply. And then, swoops, they let it, they let it uh, 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 expire. 
and I got it for half of the budget that I gave Chris to go buy it for me. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love when that happens. All right, let's do six, seven, two, and then we're not even going to do an official. So, you know, what, Billy, don't even worry about the scores because if Miller didn't put up a name and then after this one, we'll, we'll get to whatever Drew bought it for since I can't guess on it anyway. And then we're going to slide right into Plus, you got so much catching up to do on awards and prizes from past scores. It's better to just take a refresher on the scoreboard. We got the zoo hoodies with the embroidered zoo. I got my, the one good merchandise was this hat, the BACYC hat. Oh, the the dad hat. You got the dad hat. I did. I'm a dad, man. That's what I got. All right. I got the make. I I will say, I'm going to go first on 672. Nice. Yeah. So, um, first. I'm gonna go first on six seven two. Yeah, go. It has to I'm be like Rain Man. Probably has I to be my underwear Kmart. <laughs> uh, just to keep things moving, man. Um, it has to mean something. Has to. I don't know what it means, but I'm gonna say fifteen thousand even. Fifteen. Uh, three this guy acts right? like he's a. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait, Drew. Just wait. <laughs> all right go ahead i mean josh you might as well just you know i'm gonna say i'm gonna say ninety thousand. say you, you go a good deal oh nine zero right yeah i can't go all right yeah nine, all right so literally josh nailed it i got it for exactly ninety thousand, <laughs> which I, I i believe is a really good deal yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just give me a hoodie, JT, right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I don't do well. I'm not like I keep nothing I hate in life more. Nothing than a, like a school fundraiser where they have the fake casino events and you have to sit there and play for fake money. I mean, I'm in Vegas here. Like I'm a gambler. I'm down at the blackjack tables after this podcast. Okay. So, you know, we're not playing for anything. So I guess I gave a crappy answer. <laughs> no, well, you know, but I will say, you know, for Miller, it's interesting because, you know, and, and definitely Josh is more in the weeds on the, you know, the numerics, that, that, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's its own sort of space. I feel like you're not really, that's not really your jam. Your jam is really. It's not my jam same. as much, but it's also, look, I'm, I'm, we're talking about Mr. Maximalist.com in a Mr. Bearish of Bears. Yeah, buying yeah, in a in a downward spiraling market, so I figured it had you to know be what? like yeah. But three I, character, I three character numerics. There's only a thousand of them. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like when you talk about yeah. them as as collectibles into their own right and everything else. And the Asian uh, market comes numbers, back. You know, yeah. Other than two number coms are the most rare. Uh, I understand so. LLL's value to the Asian market, but again, I also thought maybe maybe just the small chance that you know in the environment we're in and the mentality of Drew that. This was like a feel of steel that he was excited to that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, well, you no, know, all good. Look, capitulation, like, sell. Yeah, well, there's a lot of capitulation. Well, happening. I think that that, that, right. that is. I mean, most of these things trade in the 150, 250 range. Yeah. Um, okay. And you know, no fours. It's got a seven, which is an ideal, but it's got no zeros, no fours. Uh, uh, I think it's a pretty good buy. But you know, really, honestly, I just I like these really ultra unique domain names. It's like. You know, I, I we, we've got rrr.com, 672.com, you know, just, you know, got a couple of uh, 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 repeating letter, two letter.orgs. And, you know, these things are like, they're just, they're one-on-ones. You can't, can't, you know. So you sit on it and who knows, someday it's worth 10x. Who, who gave you, who bought you 672.com? Was it an e-name broker? Uh, no, who was it? I don't know. It was some, I don't even know. Some, somebody in, uh, 
uh, somebody in the Middle East. So, yeah, so that's what's up. All right, well, so the domain game, um, you know, again, we covered a lot of ground just about the market and all that. The domain game was was good. Bring up a little bit of insight on some names, but we still got a whole list of Namejet names to talk about in about 15, 20 minutes to do it. So really quick, before we get into that, we're going to jump to a commercial, and then we'll be right back here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. What's up, everybody? We're back on the show. Let's get it cracking. We're about to slide into Namejet and a Jet, sponsored by our friends at Namejet. Uh, we got a big old list today. We got about 20 names on the list. Uh, same thing as usual. Get to the site. You can go to the post for this particular episode. Pull down the spreadsheet, which will give you the domain, the Estabot appraisal, how many back orders as of the time we record, how many days left as of the time we air. There is going to be a little bit of a gap here between when we... Uh, because like I said, we've got to get this backlog of episodes out the door, um, but it won't take that long, as well as a little bit other data, minimum bid, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got, uh, you know, like I said, a bunch of names, uh, some pretty interesting stuff here on the list today. Drew, what do you like? What do you don't like? Let's all dive right. right in. All right. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Okay. So... Uh, you know what? I love, I don't even know. I love Tinkerbell.com. I yep. love it. I, I like, <laughs> I, uh, that's like know. the one it's like, whoever gets to go first gets to say that one. You know what I mean? Tra 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 trademark, trademark concerns though, Drew. I mean, look, am I going to, you know, am I going to make my logo a fairy? No, but I mean, I think, uh, Tinkerbell.com, it could be, you know, a food brand, consumer brand. It could be, you know, crypto brand could be, you know, the, the, the female version of Coinbase, you know, it could be, it could be a lot mm. of things, you know, fairy, fairy dust, go, fairy dust is uh powerful stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a great name, but I personally <laughs> cannot imagine anyone putting real money into that with the risk of a uh, issue with Disney. I, no matter how you, no, but you're not going to get, what, wait, what was the line? Like I like that name. a lot, though. What did you say? Fairy dust is powerful stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's, that's going to be the title of the name. That's the title of the show, you know, or Pixie yeah, Dust I is mean, powerful stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's a, look, it's a Disney mark. It is. It's a, not a generic term. It's not a known term. It's a friggin' name of a Disney branded fairy that is worldwide. So is Frozen. As, so is Frozen. A different, different animal. Ah, get out of here. Listen. Here, yeah, I'll it, tell you. There's other. There's, com is yeah. an amazing brand. Amazing brand, and here's they didn't the, invent Tinkerbell. No Tinkerbell is a thing. Well, and check mm -hmm. it out. You actually have like you have a non-Disney Tinkerbell trademark out there for um, uh, a Korean company, but it's a U.S. trademark for uh, incubators for bacteria culture, apparatus for laboratory use. So that's what I'm talking about. So it's already. I mean, it's, it's they're going to take. They're going to you know Tinkerbell fairy dust. She's going to take starch and turn it into proteins that are going to solve all human <laughs> health problems. You know not going to change my not changing my mind on this one. So. Tinkerbell oh. is uh, she's where it's at. 
I'm down with Tinkerbell. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I love I agree. it, but I, I agree. Touch Miller, it. Miller, I agree with you, man. I, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't go with I, Let me put it this way. You're wrong. Josh and I are right. I could get, bring on Lieberman. Like, it's a fucking hey. direct Disney yeah. brand. Disney, it's not Frozen. Disney created Tinkerbell as a character 60 years ago, and it's there. It's not a, it's not a generic word. It, it's a single specific fairy, and anyone who's using it is running the risk if they get too big of getting shut down, and they will get shut down, and they will lose a UDRP. Uh, they will. You know, I don't know if Disney created right. the name, though. So I don't know that they, they did. did. They did. Yeah. They did. Listen, 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 listen. First off, for all of our listeners, just remember the motto of the show. Listen to Drew or lose money. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, uh, <laughs> just to educate you a little something, something about intellectual property law, uh, trademark law, like trademarks are for a specific class for a specific amount of time. Right. And this is, I'm not saying I'm going to launch a company that sells you know, fairy pajamas. I don't, you know think, I don't care what you do. But I think if you, you launch a, a health tech, if you launch a crypto company, if you launch, you are not going to lose a domain. They have no I disagree standing. vehemently. None. Zero. They you know what? Lose. So let's do this. I could not we, disagree with you more. We don't have a lot of time left on the show, but I, we will we'll hold off on this and we're actually, we'll, we'll get right. some Wait, actual, we'll get some. You are a freaking intellectual property. I know. Well, you I sell know. this, Hello. Yes, I mean, look, here's my issue. I don't actually, I would agree more with Drew than with you guys. Um, I think when you actually look at Tinkerbell, the origin is from the Peter Pan story, which was written in 1902. I don't know that that Disney has exclusive rights to, I mean, it it wasn't, you know, they didn't write it, they didn't create it. So, you know, well, think about, you know. Well, the fact that they didn't create it changes the length of time that they have, uh, um, uh, rights to the mark, but but to we're Drew's, not going to resolve this today. But to Drew's point, wait, wait, good luck. Who wants to go? So so talking about the etym- the etymology, the 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 name is one thing, but to Drew's point, you know, trademarks exist per class of goods and services, right? So you know, I think that there is no doubt the ability to use the name Tinkerbell for things that are not Disney fairy Peter Pan related that can be used commercially. Uh, it already caveat, exists. There's, there's already caveat, a registered though, right? trade. There's already a registered trademark that is not by Disney guys. In, the, mean, US, like, in the U.S. In the U.S. Yes. yes. In the U.S. But, man. There, but there are caveats, right? To, to, to that. It's like, what do you mean? Like, there's no like, caveats. Yes, there is. There is when it's, when it's as famous as Tinkerbell, right? Everyone knows about Tinkerbell. It's like Coca-Cola. It's like, it's like MickeyMouse.com. If Tinkerbell.com you came out right now, a skateboard company that manufactures skateboards, uh, unless I'm, you know, unless Coca-Cola well, has done it. Yeah, can you call but it Coca-Cola? You have, not Coca-Cola Disney, you can have a yeah. Coca-Cola Disney, skateboard, okay? Disney. As long as Coca-Cola has never done skateboards, <laughs> then what are you talking about? You're saying I'm talking Coca-Cola. about Coca-Cola. I'm Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Listen, yeah, yeah. I could take Coca-Cola and turn it into a skateboard brand. Okay. Now, maybe this is a bad example. Maybe because maybe Coca-Cola did, you know, got trademarks in skateboarding because they sponsored something or something, whatever. My point is, if you build shit, you know, yachts, and you want to call your yacht company Coca-Cola, have at it. Now, Disagree. it doesn't mean that they won't contend it. What do you Contested. mean? This is the but that's exactly. But that's exactly the point. That's exactly well, the point. Well, Doesn't look. mean that they won't contend it. They will contend it. Contested. And they'll file a UDRP. And they'll file a UDRP. And they but probably. UDRP won't. doesn't mean shit to a tree. 
They, they, you know, we're talking, if we're talking about, it, it means something if you're a domain investor. If you're launching a company, if somebody files a UDRP against you, you're like, go to fucking pound sand. You're going to you're gonna immediately <laughs> we're file We're talking about Tinkerbell.com and whether it's a good domain name. We're not talking about I think about even if we're keeping it a pretty brand. simple example, Tinkerbell.com as a crypto trading platform, in mm-hmm. my opinion, would be okay. Dude, would not be trademarked. This is already solved. Good right? Robin Hood. You <laughs> Stupid prick. <laughs> you stupid bastard. We already have Robin Hood. Like, so this shit it, is already solved. <laughs> anyway, so but yeah, I I so anyway, we're all good. But well, I, I don't what, mean to call you a stupid prick, but I like getting excited when I'm right. <laughs> we'll get we'll get some other opinions too off of uh this could be its own show into itself. I'm not sure, um, I, but who I, owns the rights to Robin Hood? Is it as a I, I think it's complicated. Robin Hood is not is not owned by Disney. Is not owned by. A big well, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Let's not go down that Robin hole. But um, the uh, Robin. What I'm saying is, Robin Hood was not a fictional character created by Disney. Correct. Right, say, yeah. Neither was Tinkerbell. Bad analogy. Tinkerbell was Tinkerbell was created by the author of Peter Pan back in like 1902, man, before Disney existed. Look, Disney owns all rights to Peter Pan forever. They are built entire theme park rides and but that's not the way copyright. Movies. But that's not also the way Look, you know co- copyright line. and trademark law. You know, I'm just saying, like for the purposes of it all comes down to trademark law all comes down to customer confusion, right? The whole idea is to prevent you as a customer from going into a store and buying some shit, thinking that you're buying the, that the origin of those goods are from a particular source, right? And instead, it's someone else, meaning like you think that you're buying Tide brand detergent, but you're actually buying some poison from some, you know, company that is not as reputable as whoever owns Tide. It's probably all the same rolls up to, you know, Procter and Gamble or whatever. But, you know, so it's the idea is the origin. It's the source of goods to eliminate customer confusion. Right. Mm -hmm. The idea of Tinkerbell as a crypto trading platform, people would not confuse that with Disney unless Disney has a trademark in that particular class of goods and services. I don't know which one that would be 42 or whatever, you know, class that that would be for that particular use. Then, you know, you should be good to go. Does that mean Disney can still call a crypto company Mickey Mouse? (sighs) Because there's no difference to me. well, it is so, different actually, because Mickey Mouse was yeah, created was actually created, created by, Disney. by Disney. But yeah. um, anyway, let's not get into the weeds on this because we really only have like ten minutes left, right. <laughs> and we're we're one name in. But um, I think it's a great discussion. Um, you know what? Let's get let's see if Barry Hill or Zach or Lieberman or somebody wants to opine on this once the show comes out, and maybe we can get a blog post or something and put it up on Media Options, something like that, or on a show. But that'd be pretty 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 dope. So, um, all right, well, let's leave it as agree I'm to pretty disagree. Sure Barry Hill will love to come in and dunk on me or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I don't have, I, you know, look, I, I know and my and, shit. And Steven won't because you're, you know, because you're a good customer. So <laughs> at the end of the day, no, Zach the will, day, Zach is, Zach's this. pretty even keel, you know, and Zach, yeah, will, Zach's and, and Zach's keel, also man. like, he's a, uh, you know, I don't want to have Barry Hill in the room because he he'll dunk on me and I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm my shit, but he really knows. If I ask my 10 largest venture capital firms that i advise on domains would you put a hundred million dollars of new money into a building a brand of a company Dude, called tinkerbell it would that's be that's a different story unanimously that's a, no it's a different you just story. went from God, whether you okay, everybody <laughs> there you go it's <laughs> they, i think the right you know no the right person would say you know i'm interested let's see what the lawyers have to say you know and then the lawyers would say yeah you know this would be allowable but at least that's my opinion but anyway 
So still a great domain. And just like we say on the show every single time, every domain is a certain value at a certain price, right? Would you pay half a million dollars for Tinkerbell? No, but would you pay $5,000 today for Tinkerbell? I mean, of course you would, right? So um, because at the minimum, you're going to sell it for more than that, right? So what else, Drew? What else I, you like? I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it. You wouldn't pay 5K uh, for Tinkerbell right now? I'd pay five and give it a zero for 10. None of, you, none of you should touch it because I'm going to buy it. <laughs> there you go. Just well, leave it alone. Everyone Just stay away. Um, all right. Uh, I want to like the emo.org, except that it makes me think about, you know, these trolls that I just don't like. Emos? Um, the the, the, the got, emo goth, like that kind names, of vibe. The names whose, the, 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 yeah, the, the trolls whose names shall not be spoken. They look like uh, goblins, not that, not yeah, anyone goblins. goth. I'm saying we're talking about very like, specific individuals that the names cannot be mentioned on the show. Yeah, yeah, but, they look um, like they just garbage pail kids. <laughs> um, I love I love short names. So kj.org, you know, there's a ton of famous people named KJ. You know, all of them probably would love to have kj.org for some price. Um, uh, Smart ads, but there's probably a trademark there. Uh, innovation capital is probably, you know, for the right price. You know, sit on that for a few years. It's probably somebody going to be called innovation capital. You know, they, they, they're all kind of just good names. There's not Tinkerbell's leave the only one some, I, leave I love. for someone else. <laughs> yeah, Tinkerbell's the only one I really love. It's, it's all right. Just, so, like, who, so who's next on who wants to go next? I'll go. Let's go. Um, I have mine are quick. Uh, I, by the way, I, for the record, I love the Tinkerbell name in general as a name, but I wouldn't buy it. Um, I'm in Vegas, so the Blackjack Casino is amusing for me today. Um, I even know. put the I even put the smart the two smart domains because the market's smart. I thought we might be coming off of a Celtics uh, victory. You know what I mean? I thought maybe you know, yeah, well, give not. that to you. <laughs> um, the Blackjack Casino is interesting. I mean. You know, very specific usage, and I, I'm not buying it, but, you know, I think it's cool. I mean, but a right online gaming company, I think it's a good term. I think it's a good search term for sure. You know, all, all the big guys, FanDuel, DraftKings, you know, everyone's starting to launch online gaming, and it's, it's just an SEO play. It's probably a pretty good pickup. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's a pretty probably – I haven't looked at the data, but relatively good search term. And then um, I kind of like um, – I. I kind of like I love it.com. I'm, I'm having a little success with some of these experiments. You know what? Like, isn't that a, isn't that a, uh, I was going to say, but you know what? I think I love it. Isn't that a, uh, a Paris Hilton trademark? Oh, I don't know. No I mean, idea. you have, well, you have I'm loving it, which is, uh, is that Burger King? You know, I'm loving it, right? That's, um, and, that, and, that, and, I'm going to take the complete opposite thing. Even if she does have a trademark on I love it, there's no way that that's deterring me from I love it.com. So no way. She, she just enforced, she's got a few of these things that she says that, you know, so prolifically. Um, and she just enforced her trademark on somebody big. Like she went after a corporation yeah, that was I using that. it. I know. I forget, what well, the, I forget actually, which one. I know, I know her, you know, I know her through, um, for a variety of reasons. So I will, um, <laughs> You know, maybe I can I can point it out to her and see if she wants to grab it off Namejet, or I'll buy it for her. But that aside, I think it's a cool look. I've had some like I'm a, I'm a, I'm advising on bringit.com and bebold.com, and I'm getting pretty good conversations and interest around those kind of names. You know, these expression-driven <laughs> names, be bold, 
bring it. Sure. And I kind of look, uh, you know, and if it is indeed Paris's trademark, you know, or she's behind I love it, then it makes it even more powerful. So I think it's a cool little sleeper on the list, honestly. Yeah, well, um, I love the collo- the colloquialisms are I'm a huge fan expressions like I'm always I always think that those are the kind especially the stuff that's you know positive actualizing things like that I think without a doubt you know I, to me I'm always a fan so um and I don't know what her you know rights are with regards to that but all right cool Josh what about you what, what's on the list that um yeah fuck that she's got no rights to that I love I love it that's my favorite name I'm taking that name I'm buying that name Go. I love it. Be with me. That's <laughs> so. That's go. so good. That's such a good. <laughs> Let me know name. if you want to go 50-50 If we we're competing with one another, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can love it together. And I'm <laughs> loving it's McDonald's, by the way. But um, yeah. the uh, yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Love it. Yeah. So that's my favorite name. Um, Innovation Capital is is a is a name that I would like to put on my portfolio for the right price. The problem is probably still going too high not that i've participated in any of these auctions because i got so sick and tired of the prices over the last two years i would say at name jeff Um, but at the right price i buy that type of name for 500 bucks you know innovation capital great great name for 500 bucks and then i'd stick a 10 10 grand 15 grand uh buy it now on it yep um but the problem is it probably goes for five grand so you know yeah that's a problem um Two-letter.orgs. Well, I, I love the two-letter.orgs. I think that that, you know, those are always good to have. Uh, like like Drew said, um, you know, I would make a play for that. But the thing is, is I'm never going to spend more than 10 grand on a name like that. Does it go higher than that? I don't know. But yeah, like all the names on the list are pretty good. Um, I agree with a lot of the ones that were picked out, apart from Tinkerbell. Wouldn't touch it. <laughs> Wouldn't touch Tinkerbell. All right. You wouldn't touch Tinkerbell, but you love, I love it. All right. Well, that's good. <clears throat> you know, and I think. Because, uh, because, but they're so different, right? That, that's completely, I, I love it is completely generic. Oh, of course. And, I think they're, I think those are opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. I think you're talking about a, an expression that is as generic as you can get. Cause it's just something said in every day. Although there are a bunch of trademarks applications and stuff that seem to be around it, but um I don't know that any of that would be really, you know, would be preclude you from wanting right. to I would buy expect it. there to be loads of trademark applications from loads of different companies because of how generic it is. Exactly. That's and that's difference. another thing that I think people need to understand too, is just because somebody has, you know, if, if it's generic, then it probably is even more likely that it's got multiple uses across various, uh, you know, For goods sure. and services that. For sure. Trademarks isn't a bad thing. It's a great thing. You want to own names that have trademarks. Well, because if you're but also looking you wanna, at multiple companies wanna, to be able to try to target to sell it to, right? right? For us, I mean, who oh. are, you know, you know, when, with the outbound that we do, um, you, know, you know, one of the first things we do is try to understand how many people are using some variation of whatever the domain is to figure out who, what, are, what the target looks like, you know, or the target list. I don't see anything <laughs> when I Google her and I love it, but that doesn't mean it's not. Yeah, I don't know what her. I thought oh, I heard she said, like, like, "Cause isn't it?" Well, she does the whole like that's that. hot or whatever. That's like that's she has hot. a perfume I mean, line. That's she hot. Is the one she sued for, I think. Okay. Really? And did yeah, she? Yeah, and she yeah, won. Yeah. How did she win? I don't know if it's settled. These things, you know, this was like a few months ago. But but uh, I think she talked about it when she was on Jimmy Kimmel. She was like, "I like her. She's you know, she. I don't like everything, but she, you know, she's a badass. She's like." She came up like, don't come at me. You're using my line. She's like, I'm going to own your ass. You know, she's a gangster. I like that. Well, and I will say (laughs) this too, you know, and this is, this is Miller's homegirl, right? Um, You know, back when she first came on the scene, like it was kind of like, you know, oh, you know, 
debutante, socialite, like entitled, like all this kind of stuff. But watching her like come around and, and get more involved, like NFTs and some of this other kind of shit, personality wise, like you said, she's pretty cool. Like the vibe, like she's like, the, you know, she's doing her thing. Like there's more there, I think, than probably what a lot of people assume. And obviously she, she was a kid, dude, 20 so. years old. Totally. Years old. Yeah, I just said I was I gave her a compliment. I was being positive. Right. I said she's you know, super smart. She and, super, and the level of privilege, smart. though, is crazy. Right. So, you know, that her like whole, whole like point of view is not exactly like regular people. But I think she's like, you know, watching the whole vibe around all the NFT stuff where we've gotten more exposure to her, like in different ways, you know. I say she's doing a damn thing, man. She's out there like trying to make it happen. It's almost like the Kardashians, right? A lot of people, you know, you know, there's so much hate and all this kind of stuff. I'm not like a fan, right? Um, but I can definitely appreciate the hustle that they've been able to create this empire. There's plenty of chicks that have had, oh, sorry, there are plenty of women that females that have had sex tapes and, you know, use their sex appeal, you know, for, you know, to, to make money and everything else. But the empire that they have built around all of their stuff is on a, is, is, is incredible. Like what the fuck? Incredible. Like, Unbelievable. Like, like epic, epic all time story, oh, yeah. Harvard case study, like amazing. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Both yeah. of them. Both of them. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, with that, we're going to close. Who's, who's the other one? Well, he's saying Paris and then also like Kim Kardashian or the Kardashian. All the Empire, Kardashian, the yeah. whole crew, every one of them. Yeah. Oh, they're all like entities and enormous, you know, empires into themselves. And a lot of the Real Housewives, Bethany Frankel. I mean, some of these guys have really leveraged themselves in a pretty incredible way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pamela Anderson did it first, so let's just be honest. Yeah, big shout out. She's the OG. <laughs> She's <laughs> the OG. She, she, she laid the roadmap. <laughs> I think so, Jane Fond is the OG, honestly. Okay, um, are we going? Let's go back. You know, <laughs> shit. We're gonna keep it moving. Um, all right. No, a uh, couple right. couple points here was we're coming into a close, so that's the list. Definitely check it out. Um, you know, you got a couple of days from the time we air to when these domains uh, will go, but you do have to get your back orders in before the end of the back order period. Otherwise, you will not be able to participate as these are all expiring domains going to private auctions. So you got to have a back order in to be able to participate in those auctions. So definitely check those out. Uh, a couple big shout outs. Shout out to Dan.com, our other big sponsor. I shout them out in the beginning. I'm shouting them out at the end. Uh, they've got a lot of really cool, exciting things going on with them. Um, and, uh, so if you're not utilizing them, definitely, uh, you know, you need to, you need to fix your, fix your shit. Uh, we got NamesCon coming up, NamesCon Global coming up at the end of August in Austin, Texas. Uh, we will have a promo code on the, on the Domain Sherpa site on the, uh, so just go to this episode and go down into the notes. You'll see a promo code, get 20% off your tickets. I'll be master of ceremonies along with Krista Gable on uh, stage one. We're super excited about that. We've got the big auction with uh, Right at the Dot, Monty, Wayne Wheat, Scott, and team. Um, and there's just going to be a ton of, uh, you know, amazing content and people have not seen each other in person for a long time. Uh, so we will be back in the building. And uh, so for everybody who's thinking about doing that, get yourself a ticket, save a little bit of money by using our promo code. Uh, we do not get paid off the promo code, but we're just doing that because we love y'all. Um, all right, Miller, you got about 30 seconds. You got some big news, man. I know it's kind of already been out there in the universe, but you want to give it uh you want to like let people know um, the Hilco stuff. You want to talk about it on the yeah, next show? I'll, What's, uh, well, you know? I'll just, we'll talk about it for the future, but um, you know, I uh, announced last week, I have partnered with Hilco global, which is a pretty awesome company that has dominated many different asset classes, um, you name it, real estate, distressed real estate, patents, uh, asset-based lending. Um, and uh, we formed a new company together called Hilco Digital Assets uh, with my company, ATM Holdings. And we are off to an awesome start with uh, building a 
new uh, a, a new entity in the digital asset space, which includes domain names first and foremost, obviously. Uh, Web three NFTs. We're looking at some pretty interesting, savvy <laughs> moves, as you know, which I'm really excited to be doing in a you know the current market environment because it's mm -hmm. a great time to be buying, investing, and starting mm -hmm. uh, on that side. And um, I honestly, you know, known the Hilco people for a long time. I'm blown away by how much low hanging fruit and how, how smart some of the people are. This is an incredible company. I more than exceeding my expectations, deal flow and everything in the first week. So awesome. there'll be a lot more to come from that. Pretty excited about it. The only other thing I wanted to do is I, I did want to give out a shout out to Josh because thank God we have him with me between me, Drew and you on this show. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, somebody has got to sort of set, you know, sort of set the tone a little bit and create a little bit of a, some levity, if you will, you know? And exactly. uh, yeah, but Thanks, congratulations, man. congratulations, man. I think that's an awesome move. Um, you know, obviously excited, excited to see it. the big things. I mean, you're already doing big, big things. I think that's just a great fit. And uh, yeah, it'll be really awesome to see as you guys build and grow that thing. So it's all we good. got some, uh, we'll have so. some, you know, board Ape Yacht Club news coming soon from Pilco Digital Assets. All right, cool, man. Yeah, excited. let's go. Uh, we got Ape Fest coming up. So next week we'll be doing, uh, that's why I was saying we should, you know, we can do a, a rabbit hole show live from new york uh you know it's when uh, you, uh I, I don't want to screw up our editing but when are you going i'm going to be there mo monday to yeah i'll be there monday to friday so i'm in, okay. in new york almost all week so we'll Let's talk make sure we connect yep. yep billy will be there speaking of billy he's a big celtics fan as well so he and you you guys are riding together on this uh game six so we'll see how that goes for you guys man and uh it's gonna be a tough so um josh tough. anything on but anyway but yeah miller congratulations man obviously we'll talk um josh what about you man anything else other than you just trying to you know, set the table for yeah. uh, getting ready for this the, the the next bull run or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats to Miller, and uh, no, I'm I'm just excited to see a few people uh, at NamesCon in Austin. I think that'll be cool. Um, um, hopefully, there'll be some sessions where I can kind of get a little bit of the passion back to to domains. Um, yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, there'll even be a couple of good domains at auction that I can sink my teeth into. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see everyone for, first and foremost. Yeah, that's going to be great. Drew will not yeah. be there, but uh, I, yeah, unfortunately, I will not be there. I'm I'm actually quite upset because I, you know, I haven't seen I haven't seen everybody for like three years, but mm -hmm. um, uh, so I am sad. I was just talking to Greg McNair yesterday and, uh, triple G. Uh, he, he, yeah. Triple G is going to be in the building and yeah, unfortunately I'm going to miss it. So, um, but, uh, I've got, you know, summer travel plans with the family, so I can't, nothing I can do. And then Miller, um, will you be in Austin? I will be in Austin. I'm actually run, moderating an awesome panel on, uh, blue chip NFTs and one kind of key thing on domains. And, uh, I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm going to have to get out of there Thursday night or Friday morning. But uh, okay. I'm looking forward to being back. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm sorry, Drew, when you were saying so, you're going to be away, so you won't be there in Austin. But anything but, else? Uh, I'll be there in spirit. Yeah. In spirit. Yeah. All right. Well, look, everybody, like I said, definitely grab the list. Check out these uh, names about to go to auction on NameJet. Get your tickets for NamesCon. There's a lot of amazing, cool stuff happening in the domain space. I mean, this is, uh, you know, always been the bread and butter for us. And, uh, 
you know, and I think it will be interesting to see as a lot of this kind of plays out over these next couple of months. It's, it's, these are interesting times to say the least, but uh, never a dull moment when we're dealing with domains and digital assets, NFTs and crypto for sure. And, uh, you know, we will see, uh, you know, there'll be, you know, everything happens at uh, the speed of, of, of light for sure. So uh, to the audience, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. As I say in every show, without you, there's no us. So thank you for being here. Um, let us know. You know, we're not hard to find. You got any questions, comments, all that good stuff. We're around. Uh, hopefully we'll get to see everybody, uh, a lot of the folks that are tuning in in person, um, either in Austin at NamesCon in August or even in New York next week uh, for NFT NYC and ApeFest. And uh, yeah, now otherwise, we'll see you next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out. See ya.